You are listening to Failing Forward in Real Estate with your host, moi, Arlo Corey. <laughs> so, hey, every week has been getting raw, right? This podcast is literally the intention is to share exactly what it looks like to build a business from scratch as a real estate investor. And sometimes what I share is not going to be positive rainbows, it's not going to be um, uh, uh, tr- always trying to proclaim greatness in my life. What My goal is to really share what's there for me emotionally, what's there for me uh, 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 physically, mentally, everything. Um, and w- the important part is to share authentically what is so. And if you stay tuned, there, there may be something that I may be expressing that seems a bit negative or doubtful or not as confident, but what I try to do my best is at the end to share the positive outlook of what I have gotten from feeling a certain negative way. Stay tuned for the rest of this podcast. What is up wholesaling world, real estate investing world, entrepreneur world. This is not just about Real estate investors, this is really an entrepreneur channel for anyone that is just trying to start a business and uh, and it gets tough and it gets tough and, and I want you guys to know that you're not alone um, that uh, on your journey. I want you I want this to be a community of people that are able to listen to uh, an authentic channel about what's really there and and, and so um, I'm here to give you that. So I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, what's been happening with well, the the mindset that um, of of how there's so many distractions in this business in any business. If I don't know about you guys, but just a couple years ago, I was so about talking my ass off, always talking about this, talking about that, I want to do this, I got these crazy, wacky ideas, and I always thought that I was going to be something, uh, I am, I always thought that I was something great because I had ideas, and I had a great way of constructing that idea and being able to present it and and all these things, and I really looked at, one day I really asked myself, I said, what value do you really have to give to the marketplace? And ever since I asked myself that, I decided to pick up something, and that be, that happens to be real estate. Um, I needed to create, I needed to acquire a skill, a skill that was not just potential, not just a um, something out in the air that like, oh, I got good ideas, I'm the creative guy. That was a load of crap. So anyways, there's always distractions there's always um there's always something that makes you want to jump idea to idea. So, of course, um staying focused is hard, you know? One thing a lot of people have been talking about lately is this bubble, this crash, the market's going to shift. Um uh you know, the uh, the oversaturated market wholesalers, if you're listening to this, you can relate. Every you know, look, there's so many more wholesalers now real estate investors now from what i'm hearing than it was just like last year so um there's a lot of this mindset of like man there's no deals uh, it's so saturated it's so much harder there's a bubble coming you got to do this you got to do that 
Um, and, and don't get me wrong, um, being fairly new in this business, about seven months in, seven, eight months in, I um, I definitely want to be able to set myself up to when that crash comes uh, to be able to thrive during that crash. No doubt. So here and there, I'm asking, you know, I'll, I'll join a conversation about the bubble and I'll look for ways of what's going to thrive during the bubble. But I don't get distracted there. You know, everyone's just uh, talking about the crash. It's going to be in 2020. And, and, and that idea or that, that thought of that the, the crash is coming has caused a uh, analysis paralysis, I think, in a lot of people. Look, I don't give a damn if the bubble is coming or the market crash. I don't care. I like, again, I want to have that part of my conscience to be aware of strategies to be able to thrive during the market crash, but I'm not dwelling on that. I just started my business seven months ago. I don't care about anything but doing what I started. I'm creating systems. I'm creating ways to generating leads, ways to find the leads better, ways to work with other people, ways to build my buyers list, ways to become the best wholesaler out there. I don't care if somebody came to me today and said, yo, wholesaling's gonna die in two years. Wholesaling's gonna die in two years in the market crash. You are not gonna be able to thrive doing wholesaling. Do this thing. I don't care how convincing that person is. I don't care how experienced that person is. I don't care who they are. I am going to finish what I started. And why that's so important to me, even if everyone in a room said, no, Arlo, please don't, you got to steer away from wholesaling. Here's the way to go. And they may be right. I don't care. My, all my life, I've talked about doing thing to thing, jumping to the next shiny object. The fact that has been that has been such a problem in my life that there's no turning back now. I don't care. I don't care if two years wholesaling really dies and I don't have a way to make money in wholesaling. I'll find another way then. And of course, during I'm, I'm keeping my ears open for other strategies, but. I'm not letting it distract me. There's always, always a distraction out there. As I keep hearing this market crash, I get sucked into yet another distraction to take me off course. Okay, so I, like I, I told you just a second ago that I don't care about the market crash, but also let me be a little bit more authentic. Sometimes I do, to be real, sometimes I do care about the market crash. Sometimes I do dwell in that idea and, and it puts me in analysis paralysis. It gets me into dwelling into areas trying to find new things. I started something and I don't care about you know, uh, well, let me, let me backtrack. I started something and I have moments of caring, but what's important is to stop dwelling on that, right? To stick to what I started. Cause there's always that new distraction to take you off course. It's everywhere. There's always something that comes up that sounds like a good excuse, but if you notice the pattern of always putting in a new thing, Notice the pattern of always starting something and putting it on hold. If you really analyze why we put those things on hold, what we started, it's all emotional. 
It's all emotional. It's like everything that we have put on hold in our lives have nothing to do with the physical world, but the emotional perspectives that we apply to a certain circumstance. It's all emotional. If you really look back into every little thing that you've decided to put a hold on, oh, you know what? I got this going on. Um, I got to put this on hold. Oh man, it's starting to get hectic. I got to hold off on this and keep going or, 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 or go to this new thing and try to fix that problem and then go back to that. No, that has been the biggest business killer ever. And that is something I've always had a problem with. I was like, oh, you know what? Let me put this on hold. Oh, I started this little business. Let me put it on hold. I got to go take care of these bills. I got to go take care of this and that. And then I'll get back to it. And while it's on hold, you lose so much momentum that you've built from the get-go. So what if we could find a way to multitask in a way where when crazy things come up, make sure there's time in the day, there is areas, there's strategies, there's ways to keep certain things rolling while you are taking care of another thing. And so why say it's emotional? Because when you really look at the physical world and the time that we have, it's not requiring to take any more of that, maybe a little bit more time, right? But if you really look at it, your emotions say that I emotionally don't have time for this, so I have to put it on hold so I can put my focus over here. So it really is just emotion. It has nothing to do with the physical world. So that has been um, on my mind lately. There's a lot of talk of that crash. There's a lot of talk about the market being oversaturated. There's always... So a distraction to, you know, take discourse us off of what we are committed to. Um, and I think uh, what's super important is having your, uh, I, I got a vision board. I have two boards. I love drawing boards, actually. Um, I love drawing things out and, and just uh, figuring out. Um, sometimes when I have a tough time, I, I sit there and write out what's in the way, what's causing this problem, what's causing this emotion, what's causing this, where am I stuck? Why am I stuck? How can I fix it? And I like to write all that out on my board. Um, so anyways, I think it's super important to really look at what you're committed to every day um, so you don't get discoursed. So I think that is all I've got for today. That is actually really quick. Um, that has been about 10 minutes. I try to do about 15 to 30 minutes. Um, uh, the more I learn, the more tips and tricks that I learn, I'll be able to, I'll, I'll do my next podcast focusing on that. Um, but anyways, guys, um, where I'm at right now, if you're curious, uh, I just got Mojo. I've been dialing into Mojo. It is freaking awesome. I'm able to make a lot more calls and actually multitask or like do a few other things while I'm calling. Um, so I can get a few things done, and so I'm not bored sitting here waiting for those uh, for somebody to answer. Um, and uh, I just hired a VA and fired a VA, so now I need a new virtu VA virtual assistant, someone to make my cold calls, do my skip tracing. Um, and so I used to have a complaint about lead flow. Now I've got tons of leads, 
And now what I'm really dwelling of uh, 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 narrowing in on is getting the right leads, right? Getting the right leads, working on my, neg- my negotiation skills, working on finding the off-market properties, uh, building relationships with other people, telling people every day about what I do. I actually got a lead the other day by um, telling someone about what I do and and uh, this is actually a pretty hot lead by just uh, simply talk sharing about my business. Um, and, and really quick, last thing, this is huge, sharing about my business. Now, there's one thing I know we got to get out there and talk to as many people as we can and find a way to talk about your business so maybe they could be a lead or some kind of resource to our business, right? Okay, so there's one thing I've been really learning though is when I go out and sharing myself, sharing my business, is that I share too much about me, right? So when people, when, when we say, when, when some of the greats, they say, go out and talk to people, tell people what you do. Go out and talk to people is, I think, the important part of that. And I think we have to be careful on how we share ourselves. Because something I've really noticed, I got to come clean here, guys. Something I really noticed is that I am all about myself. I am one very selfish person. And and when I go out and about, I got these things in mind. Like right now, I'm still in the middle of finding code violations, code violation list. For some of you that don't know, these are people that, uh, this is a list of uh, houses in a specific area that are getting violation notices for maybe having tall grass and all that stuff. So I'm looking for that list. It's been really difficult in my county to find it. So I'm just uh, asking around. And I notice um, I go around and I and I ask people uh, about, you know, if they have any kind of affiliation with this list or if they know anything about it. And what I end up finding is that I end up talking about myself and I don't add any value first. Um, so something I've been really committed to lately is to really go out and talk to people, but first talk to, uh, talk to them about them, uh, understand where they come from and t- take a good moment to take the right moment to bring in what you do. But mostly I think is to really focus on them. Um, I think the more value we add, we always hear add value, add value, but this actually becomes, this actually makes you become likable. Something I've been really uh, wanting to do and I've wondered why my circle is so small. Um, Some people consider that a good thing. For me, I mean, I I like a big circle. I like having lots of friends. I I like being likable. Um, But there are parts of my life where I don't care if someone doesn't like a certain way, a certain way I communicate or whatever. Um, That's, of course, having confidence in who I am and not caring what people think. That's one thing. But also wanting to be likable and building relationships is super important. <clears throat> so <clears throat> one thing I've been trying to do lately is asking about them complicate like they, they say hey you know I am a um, wildlife expert hey that's really cool that is really awesome that must take something that must take a lot uh, you know I really commend you for that for what you do for animals you know, like complimenting them, making them feel good about their self, causing that environment to want to be around you. What I've realized is that I can actually control my entire environment. And how I do that is by 
becoming likable, becoming a person that people just will thrive being around, that they bring out their best selves than when they're around me. And I got to tell you that this is not something I am um, right now. Something I realized just recently how selfish I've been and how I'm always about myself and what I need. And and then I really sat back and thought recently to, to really add value to others. How can I help others? How can I make them feel good? How can I help them? How can I have them feel excited to be around me? To feel inspired, to bring out their best selves around me, right? So um, that's one thing. Talk is going back to going out and talking about your business. Uh, make sure to to talk about them first. To give compliments, make them feel good about themselves. All of these things. That's a part of that rapport building. Not just going out and say, "Hey, I'm a real estate investor." Blah blah blah. Um, you know, just uh, find ways to um, you know inspire them that makes them want to be around you and that's the whole rapport building because they'll like you from there and it really it could be simple i feel like sometimes i have done uh experience moments where i ended up being very likable to someone just by asking them a few questions about themselves and then complimenting that acknowledging the cool things that they are taking on for themselves boosting them up for greatness and they and they and i noticed the the difference that they enjoy being around me they hit me up more right So anyways, that was the last thing. I'm going to get off here. I'm going to get on the phones um, and uh, using my mojo dialer. And yeah, that's it. I hope you guys have an awesome Wednesday and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening too.